Blog Talk Radio. wanted to help women feel more confident about their bodies. 
um, because, you know, even from the time that we started this business, we could see how much um, size acceptance and body acceptance were issues, especially among the curvy community. So let's talk a little bit about your um, company. So what is the size range of lingerie that you carry? We have lingerie um, starting in 1X up to 7X. Oh, okay, wow. And so the lingerie that you carry, is it just um, like sleepwear and baby dolls type of things, or do you also have uh, bras and panties? We don't have bras and panties mostly because our experience as consumers was that those were things we like to try on um, and not just, you know, order unseen. We do have crotchless panties, um, but we have corsets and bustiers and um, sleepwear like pajamas and nightgowns. We also have baby dolls and teddies. We have bedroom costumes. Okay. So it's a lot of things to choose from. So what is, is. The, what's the price point of uh, your merchandise? We sell things that range everywhere from nineteen ninety nine um up to about a hundred and twenty dollars. Okay, and so what would be the, the most expensive thing that you carry for the hundred twenty five? The most expensive thing that we carry are um bustiers with boning in them, um that are very um structured and okay. the material that they're made out of is also very expensive, so so what do you think makes your lingerie stand out from other plus-size lingerie companies? I think the uh, number one thing that we try to do is to um, give our customers the experience of getting a gift. So we wrap each item of lingerie individually with tissue paper um, before we ship it. So that when you get the lingerie, you have the opportunity to open up a present for yourself. Wow. And do you have things that uh, maybe you can't find anywhere else? We definitely have tons of things that we can't find anywhere else. We design many of our own pieces. Um, So um, we also tend to stay away from the manufacturers that most of the other companies use. Right, a lot so, of lingerie um, companies, they use the same pictures and the same products. Exactly. And so we have always tried to um, complement those companies by offering different things. Right. Now, besides being a um, co-founder of the company, you also um, are a blogger for the company, and you write for the blog um, Curvy Angle. Now, tell me uh, about some of the things you blog about. Well, the Curvy Angle um, is a combination of things about the company and sales that we have going on, but I also blog a lot about just the plus-size community and um, the ways that I see um, plus-size people being portrayed in the media, um, Mm -hmm. in magazines and on television, um, experiences that I have with size acceptance and body acceptance, and um, right now we have, I've been busy writing all day because we have a blogathon going on right now about right. size acceptance and self-esteem. Now tell me a little bit how the concept came about for this um, size acceptance charity drive. Did it start because you are a blogger yourself and you thought about that would be a great way to get more people blogging about it? Or tell me how did it come about? That's exactly how it came about, Denise. Um, we, I, I get so mad <laughs> when I um, come across things. Um, like very recently, a friend of mine on Facebook um, posted all of these pictures from this new iPhone app that's called like Fatty Pick or something like that. And so you take a picture of somebody and then it makes them look fat. And they posted all of these pictures on Facebook laughing at it. And, I mean, that makes me so angry. Right. Um, have, you, have you seen that before? 
I haven't seen it, but I know they do that to celebrities. They make them bigger to make a joke out of it. Right, right. And so, you know, experiencing things like that in my everyday life, I I became aware of um, how much it affects my self-esteem and how much it affects the self-esteem of the people that I know and our customers. And so I really felt like maybe if we could um, have a voice as a community and really start to talk about these issues that we we often sort of tend to not talk about because they're embarrassing, Mm -hmm. um, that maybe we could affect the way that um, society perceives us, the way that media portrays us, and also have some personal empowerment to do things like fighting back against the diet industry. Mm-hmm. Now, there are four ways to get involved with your size acceptance charity drive. Tell me the different ways that my listeners can get involved. Absolutely. Well, the first thing that you can do is to um, blog or post on Facebook or um, send an email to your friends, anything to share your own story about your journey to self-acceptance and body acceptance. Um, I think that's the most one of the one of the most powerful things that we can do is um, just to share our stories with other people so that this topic does get some attention so that we um, start, you know, really um, paying attention to this. Um, Another thing that you can do is just spread the word about the Blogathon on Twitter or on Facebook. Um, You can go to our webpage about curves and, um, you know, talk to us on Facebook about your size acceptance or on Twitter we have the hashtag loveyourcurves and you can use that to just, um, you know, talk about your own experience with size acceptance. Now on the other your thing web... that you can go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. It's one more thing. The other thing that you can do is uh make a donation to the NAAFA, which is the National Association to Advance Fat Acceptance. And they are a, a national organization that um works to prevent size discrimination in the workplace and um in society and to educate people about a lot of the myths that are out there. You know, it's really amazing um, how many people think that dieting is effective. And, you know, statistics show that 90% of diets fail. Mm-hmm. So um, on your website, um, for people that want to blog to be a part of the charity drive, you have a list of topics that bloggers can write about, but are you saying it's not limited to those topics? You can just write about anything you feel involving size acceptance? Absolutely, and self-esteem. And, I mean, if, you know, you've had your own experience with things like the dumb iPhone app, um, even write about those, you know, because um, my friend who was doing it wasn't really thinking about how it would make you know, his friends who were plus size feel about that right. or, or what kind of message it was sending that, you know, being curvy is something that should be laughed at. Now, why did you choose NAFA to be the organization that benefited from the drive? Because i got to be honest, I was surprised because a lot of mainstream companies don't really support NAFA because it's more fat acceptance. Well, um, we found that it was a really good um, nonprofit that took a firm stance against size discrimination. Right. And, you know, it was um, very targeted towards the same aims that we had for raising awareness to this. So, um, for instance, we could have chosen the National Organization of Women, for instance, Mm -hmm. but... That that would have supported, um, you know, a much broader sort of idea. And because the NAAFA is about size acceptance, it's about fat acceptance, 
um, it's about righting wrongs, like the fact that um, overweight and obese women make about $6,500 a year less on average than right. their thinner counterparts. Right. And and I want to be clear, I was asking that not to say that, that's, that there's anything wrong with the organization, just a lot of the um, companies that are more fashion-based with uh, plus-size uh-huh. models, they don't really embrace the size acceptance. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I mean, I think, you know, if you look at our website, all of our models, we do all of our own photo shoots. All of our models are at least a 1X. Many of them are a 3X or a 4X. And oh, awesome. um, we we really believe that size acceptance, that fat acceptance is important. And, you know, I know that fat is a sort of um, political term, right, or a polarizing mm-hmm. term. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't like the word fat. But um, when you get down to it, the organization is dedicated to ending size discrimination, which to us is is really the goal. If mm-hmm. we can get companies to stop fat discrimination and the media to stop showing us these unreal images, um then, you know, we'll we'll live in a society where our kids don't feel like they have to diet by the time they're 10 years old. Right, right. Well, I think it's uh, fabulous. I think the, the, the size acceptance charity drive is a really great idea, and I hope you do it annually because I think it's awesome. Now, you mentioned... We definitely you- want to do it annually. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You mentioned that you use plus-size models from a 1X all the way to a 4X, which is really awesome because a lot of um, ladies that want to pursue being a plus-size model sometimes feel discriminated um, when they're on the bigger size of plus. So are you ever looking for plus-size models for any fashion shows or photo shoots or anything you're doing? And if so, how can our listeners, my listeners, submit? If you go to our website, um, aboutcurves.com, you'll find a link there um, about if you're interested in modeling, and you can send us an email with a couple of photos, and we will keep you. Um, we do fo- we do photo shoots usually about twice a year, so we will keep you and contact you when our next photo shoot is coming up. So where are you located? Because you, would you need models that are in your area? Yes, or or models that are willing to travel to our area. And we are in northeast Maryland. Okay. And do you have anything else coming up that we can be on the lookout for? Well, after, um, after this blogathon is finished, Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to go back to focusing on adding new products and um, giving our customers um, all of our attention. So um, you can definitely be on the lookout for um, some good sales coming up. We've started doing 24-hour sales that we post on Facebook and Twitter and through our um, email. So if you're not on our email list, please you know, join that. And um, keep talking to us because we love interacting. I love interacting since I'm the person who does the social media with our customers. And tell us your official website, how we can um, shop and go to the Size Acceptance Charity Drive page. Our website is www.aboutcurves.com. And um, if you go there... On our homepage, there's a banner for the size acceptance blogathon, and you can just click on the link from our homepage. We've got a great sale going on right now, so you can look at what's on sale. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's a pleasure speaking with you, and I think what you're doing is great. I love the fact that you're using larger plus-size models and promoting size acceptance. Uh, You definitely have my support in all that you do. Well, thank you so much, Denise. I'm so glad that you had me on the show tonight. And, um, hey, if you want to contribute something about your own journey to size acceptance, we'd love to publish it. All right. I will do that. It's a deal. All right. Good. 
All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your evening. Thanks. You too. I'm going to keep right. listening Bye-bye. to you. Bye. And next up on the show is Sandy Jean-Philippe. Born out of the principle that she must be the change that she wants to see in the world, Sandy created One Chance Entertainment to give talented but overlooked minorities and full-figured women the opportunity to make it in the music, film, television, and fashion industries. She appeared on E! Network's Bank of Hollywood, where she made her mark impressing the judges with her style, dance moves, and sassy attitude. Miss Sandy has just kicked off her second annual Evolution of Curves tour for the Haiti relief efforts, and we're excited to have her on the show. Let's welcome Sandy to the show. Woo! Hi, Shanice. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? You had a show last night. Are you still tired? Of course. I'm Surprise! I'm even here. Like it's been a crazy roller coaster, but it was exciting. It's great. You know, I'm trying to wind down right now. Right, right. Well, last night was the kickoff to your second annual Evolution of Curves tour, which I had the pleasure of attending. Now, tell us about the tour and where you will be headed to next. Yes. Okay. The Evolution of Curves tour. We won't forget Haiti. Basically, the title says it all. You know, last year we kicked off um, the Haiti Cherie Heritage Foundation is our nonprofit organization that is helping us build houses in Haiti. So this year, I know a year later, people probably forgot there's been so many other tragedies going on. So we simply said we won't forget Haiti because I I personally can never forget Haiti and what has happened there. So this year we're back again. We officially kicked off in Los Angeles, and I'm excited that Apple Bottoms, of course, by Nelly, is our presenting sponsor. And this year we added a little twist as well. For We're looking for a spokesmodel this year to represent Evolution of Curves, and this one young lady will represent our what you know what our focus is and what our brand is, and she'll also get a beauty campaign ad with Lamique Beauty Cosmetics. So this year we have a lot going on, and we're very excited about it. We're going to six cities, and we anticipate on making special appearances other places as well. But next stop will be on September 22nd in Atlanta. Now, one of your main sponsors is Apple Bottom Jeans, which I think is very exciting because I love Apple Bottom Jeans. Tell me how you hooked up with that company because I think this is the first plus-size fashion show that I've been to that they've participated in. Yes, correct. That's correct. Alpha Bottoms by Nelly is the first urban brand to sponsor a curvy-size, plus-size, you know, fashion event. How did I hook up with them? Let me think. Gosh, I don't – that's a good question. That's making me really think how did I do it. I did some research, and I reached out to them, and I just told them what we were doing, what, what it was about, and they were all for it. They were on board with it, and I was just excited that they, you know, they agreed to it. And, you know, Nelly and his brand actually took on, you know, such a project. Of course, it's something charitable, and um, also it's dealing with full-figured women. So it's like, you know, it's, it's it's exciting because, as you stated, it's never been done before. So we always want to show mainstream, of course, that, you know, full, fuller-figured women can move, we can dance, we can look good. And he doesn't only have, Apple Bottoms isn't only, you know, denim or jeans. Like, we showed a variety of clothing. And I was excited about that because I was like, whoa, like you have cocktail dresses, you have different looks that we put out there. And it was exciting to see that because a lot of people came up to me, I want that, 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 that. And I'm like, okay, you got to go to applebottoms.com because I don't have the clothes. So yeah, you they have go really cute clothes. Huh? They have really cute clothes. I saw yes. some things I like too. So another one of your sponsors you briefly mentioned is Lamique Beauty, and you're going to have the um, contest. But tell me more about that. So is it one girl will um, win per city and then one overall from everybody? Tell me the breakdown of how it's going to work. Yes, we, we have, of course, we have three finalists from each city. Okay. Um, that we went to casting, and of course, LA was the first one, so the first winner was chosen. So, of all the one girls, each girl that wins from the city, Lamique will choose who will represent their brand. 
that one. So will it be a total of six or one from the six? One grand prize winner from the six. We'll win the beauty campaign ad, but each girl from the city will, of course, they're that city's winner. So you already have the model selected for each city, right? So if if somebody wants to still be involved, is it too late to enter for that contest? Absolutely not. They can always, oh, for the contest? Yes, mm-hmm. but to be a part of the showcase, no. They can always, if they, if they miss casting calls, we're still having rolling casting calls in each city. We're looking for, you know, all shapes, sizes, ethnicities. We're actually still casting in Atlanta. You know, we, we, we want a great group of girls. We want women to come out in different sizes. We want to showcase the different varieties. So we're still having rolling auditions for the actual showcase, but for the Lamique Beauty contest, yes, that is already closed. Okay. Now, your fashion shows have charitable efforts um, to support the people of Haiti. Now, let's go into detail why um, this is so close to home for you. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, Jean-Philippe, my last name says it all. Um, My parents are both from Haiti, and um, I was born and raised in Miami. I'm of Haitian descent, but I was raised with Haitian values. So that's, I come close to, (laughs) of course, just being from there. Um, Just being over over here in California and my parents away, I'm remembering last year the phone call that I've got because I actually told my mom what happened because I think it was on Twitter or the news. I saw it somewhere that an earthquake hit. And so mm-hmm. I called my mom and said, hey, did you talk, you know, with anyone from back home? And she was like, what do you mean? You know, what's going on? So she started calling and she couldn't get in contact with anybody. So the next those next three days were crucial because my mom couldn't find anybody and can you just imagine and I know you can relate as well because of Katrina Mm -hmm. so can you you could just imagine that you can't hear from someone from your loved one your family members um for three days it was it was crazy so it was it was emotional it was crazy everyone was running around because we there was a lot of phone calls to make to you know find out hey what's going on and you know I got a phone call I think a week or a week or so later, my auntie was okay, and she was the first person I spoke with. And to hear her, you know, crying on the phone saying, get me out of here, get me out of here, me being here. You know, everyone in another country always thinks, you know, you if you're in the United States, you're, you're living the grand life, per se. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, of course, coming to America is like everyone's dream is to be here. So for her to say that to me, like, come out, come here, come get me, and I'm like, I feel so helpless. Like, what can I do? What I don't know what to do because I'm not, you know, on Diddy's level. I don't have Diddy's bank <laughs> bank account, bankroll, so right. I can't just drop money like that and figure out how to get these people out. So I just told myself, you know, I have to dedicate my, my life and my company to Haiti, not only because of my family, but there's other people out there. Like, I looked beyond my family because when I found out about Tent City, I was disgusted. It was too many major, major corporations, major, even celebrities, major companies, organizations that was sending money, and I couldn't understand. It wasn't, I wasn't, like, registering to me or adding up why is it that you've raised what, $8 million and people are sleeping in the ground or people are not eating, I'm not understanding that. So I just said, you know what, I'm a person, I'm going to take matters into my own hands and I will build, I will rebuild Haiti one one house at a time pretty much. So you, actually, rest, go ahead. you actually go to, you've been to Haiti since the devastation has happened? No, the organization has. I haven't gone there yet. I'm okay. going in December. Okay. And you're going to go and volunteer and help rebuild. Yes, I'm going to hammer some things out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to build. Yes, that's my plan. I, I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty. Now, the yes. Evolution of Curves Tour is a production by your company, One Chance Entertainment. Now, tell us a little bit about the company and some of the other things you do besides the Evolution of Curves. Okay. Oh, thanks for asking. Um. Well, One Chance Entertainment is simply stated that, as you said it before, I always wanted to give underrepresented talent the the platform, the opportunity to showcase their talent because, as your last guest said, there's a lot of size discrimination, different types of discrimination. So I said, you know, why not build something that can 
you know, change that that can have people come in and do what they know they know how to do. Um, besides doing fashion shows, we do talent showcases, social events, speed dating. Um, we we we're venturing off into TV and film and pageantry. So it also so that's you know we we evolved into the tour, you know, doing tours, and we have a clothing line as well, and that was featured last night. And I was like, I was so happy because it's like, wow, look at my baby just coming out, you know, born. It was just good to see something like that um, come out and just watch how the company has evolved. And we also have a dance team, Evolution Dance Team. You know, it's a plus size dance team. And you know, I don't, I'm, I think you were there for that. I'm not sure, um, but you know, that's how the com- one chance in time is like of just. We encompass a lot of things, but definitely fashion show production, talent development, you know. And I see. recently saw your you and your dance team on uh, BET's Born to Dance trial. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. That was exciting. Like, Lorian Gibson is, like, one of, like, one of the many, you know, choreographers that I love and look up to. And to just have that opportunity to audition for her was great that whole process and i know you know how audition processes go it was so it's just so different when it's one thing when it's acting because you know i also do acting and you know modeling so it's one thing when it's acting and modeling and it's another when you're going out for an audition for dancing and it was just it was just a, a very surreal like atmosphere and you just look at these people like while they live and breathe dancing, like this is what they do, and I got a glimpse into Lorianne's life, just a little, a little glimpse, you know, because the dreams were shut down, you know, <laughs> that day. Because right. clearly, I I didn't get on the show, but, but they did a nice write up of you on the website that I thought was really nice. Yes, yes, because you know you always have to have that professionalism and just show, you know, show your personality, just be genuine and. um Just you know, you show that you're happy to be there. I was just happy that you know, there's some. Auditions like they'll just kick you out if you don't even look the part. You can go. Right. Don't even waste their time. Right. So for you all, for them to like, you know, interview us and ask us to, you know, speak with us and things like that, and allow us to do that. That was it. Was great. You know, it was fun. It was that real early. I was sleepy, but you know, it was great and it was so much energy, so much positive energy. Knowing that there's only like 20 slots, it was like a thousand girls, and they were all hungry for it. And not, it was what was crazy was that. It wasn't a lot of full, you know, full-figured girls, but there wasn't any hating amongst, you know, the skinny girls. Like, they wasn't looking at us funny. Like, we befriended so many girls. And, you know, sometimes you would think, oh, look at what they doing here. Or, you know, some right, type of right. cattiness would go on. None of that. Everybody was like, you know, and they were actually helping, well, not us, but, you know, they were helping each other. Like, you want this spot, but, you know, you, you're saying, no, five, four, six, eight, no, do your armor. It was kind of, it was. Good to see that. I haven't seen that in a while when it comes to auditions and competition and stuff. So it's, it was it was great. That well, was I'm really glad good. that was a, a positive experience. Now, uh, for my listeners, tell me how, if anyone is interested in submitting for uh, being a model for your company, how they can do so. Well, they can go on onechanceentertainment.com or... Yeah, or they can, they'll see, like, the model sign up, or they can go to efcurves.com and submit information there as well. Also, our publicist, Connie Cruz, she's always accepting uh, model submissions on our behalf, of course, and that's alistprfirm at gmail.com. She's the best person to contact to go through all the model submissions and get everything. And, you know, overall, just she knows everything about the tour and what we're doing. So that would be the three avenues you can go. And your website that you just mentioned um, is the way to find out more about the Evolution of Curves tour and to purchase tickets as well. Yes, on um, if you go to if you log on to www.eofcurves.com, the letter E of curves, so it's short for Evolution of Curves. dot com, and you'll see all the information on the next cities we're going to, and you can purchase tickets online. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I had a really um, good time last night at the show, and the ladies look lovely. And I, you know, definitely wish you success. And I don't have to be of Haitian descent to support the rebuild of Haiti, so definitely have my support. 
Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I also did want to mention that we also always showcase upcoming designers and just, you know, we don't always, you know, do national brands. So I do want to give a shout-out to designers that were, you know, participating in Asiani Couture, My Honey. We had Stella Dot and Sexy Little Things. So I was excited to showcase their clothing and just show a different variety. And I'm very excited that you, you know, you support us and your followers and your listeners are also supporting, you know, our ventures. And, of course, you don't have to be Haitian descent to, you know, to be a part of the cause. So I'm very excited about that. And I thank you, you know, for your hospitality and just showing up and, you know, enjoying yourself. Yes, well, continued success um, with the rest of your tour. And uh, keep in touch and let me know how everything's going. Okay, thank you so much. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And last, but definitely not least, is Tiffany Bank. Tiffany Bank is a plus-size model, actress, host, and writer-producer. She has modeled for brand names such as Liz Claiborne and DKNY. Tiffany has walked the catwalk for designers including Monique C., Ashley Stewart, Abby Z., and Lane Bryant, and department stores such as Macy's, Nordstrom's, and Bloomingdale's. Tiffany has appeared in Obvious Magazine, Manic Magazine, Gigi.com, All You Magazine, Newsweek.com, TV Guide, NY Daily News, Entertainment Section, WE Television, The Tire Bank Show, and Sex in the City, too. She is currently a regular contributing writer for Plus Model Magazine and is pursuing acting and hosting. Check her out on the new show, the new reality show on TLC called Big Sexy, airing August 30th at 10 p.m. Let's welcome Tiffany to the show. Hi, Yay! Tiffany. Hey! <laughs> So I'm so hey girl, excited. Hey. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you because you got Yay. big things happening right about now. But first, let's let's um, introduce you to some people that might not be familiar with you. So tell us, how did you get your start in modeling? So actually, I started in San Francisco. I was just kind of modeling for friends who were photographers that like. We're testing out lighting and testing new things. I just wanted to do it for fun. And I was watching TV one day, and I saw this amazing, gorgeous, beautiful woman uh, on a runway for Jean-Paul Gaultier in 2006. And, um, you know, 300 pounds, 5'8", by the name of Velvet D'Amour. And I saw her, and I just, my whole world just shifted upside down. And she really inspired me because I had never really, as a plus-size woman, seen a woman on a high-fashion runway who looked like that, who was a plus-size woman. And so I moved to New York shortly thereafter, and I said, you know what? If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it the right way. And she really inspired me, and I came here, and I just kind of got my feet wet and so started from there. When did you move to New York? I moved in 2006, so literally just a few months after seeing Velvet, I was like, oh, my God, that's so inspiring. So, you know, she really motivated me and inspired me, and I figured I'm going to do it professionally and hopefully be that same, you know, motivation for the next woman or the next plus-size woman who, you know, because I never saw anyone like that in the right. in mainstream media. So I was just so inspired and here I am. <laughs> so you moved to New York and you pursued your career and you were able to um, book fabulous jobs. And in addition to modeling, now you've branched out into acting and hosting. So tell us some of the things you've been able to do in those areas. Yeah, I mean, it's I was started. I actually started hosting in San Francisco when I was living there for local events and independent artists and stuff like that. And I just love being on stage and, and just, you know, working a crowd and just like, you know, getting everyone, you know, I, I used to do a lot of like poetry events and things like that. So that's where the hosting started. Then I came here and I did my, started my online show, Tiffany Plus. And then acting, I just started doing it a little bit over a year ago. And I've had the pleasure of working with, um, you know, acting coaches like Wendy McKenzie and Tasha Smith and um, Marissa Phillips at the Susan Batson studio. So I just started doing that over a year ago and I'm still learning and I'm still going to classes and I've been able to do some, some movie work, some background work. And I got to do sex in the city too, which was like, 
super exciting. Maybe not for anyone, but just me and my mom were really excited about it. <laughs> no, that's what they got to me. Everybody's excited no. about that. I, I wasn't anything special. Like you, if you blink, you'd miss me. But me and my mom were we were really excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and besides the the acting and the hosting, you're also a writer and a regular contributor for, for Plus Model Magazine. Now, what are some of the topics that you write about for Plus Model Magazine? Oh, writing for Plus has been such an amazing experience. Um, I was thankful to my editor Maddie. She saw some of my previous work and she said, you know what, you should write for us. And my first interview was Velvet, my mentor, and I was Aww. freaking out. Yeah, I was really freaking out. And I was like, this is some irony and some, like, it's just so weird how things happen. And I actually do interviews once a month. I basically find aspiring plus-size models who submit to the magazine and I interview them and, you know, try to give them advice and resources. And I do that monthly and I also do um, interviews for like uh, designers and reality show stars. I've uh, interviewed people like um, the designer Jessica Beefy, who was on Project Runway, and Velvet, and um, a few other reality show stars. And I get to cover events for Plus, so it's been so much fun because it's just I love the people that are a part of the magazine. So it's been such a great experience. Right. And so now you are a part of the cast of TLC's new reality show, Big Sexy. Now tell us the concept of this show. Okay, so it's not a weight loss show, and Good. it's not a dating show, <laughs> and it's not a competition show. Good. So it's basically it's five plus-sized women in New York City trying to make you know, their careers happen in the fashion industry. So you'll follow um, five women, myself included, in our daily lives, so personal lives and our careers. And it's kind of like a one-on-one -on -one conversation between, you know, us five girls and the audience um, about our struggles of being in the industry, trying to make it, and then just being plus-size women and our struggle of just being a plus-size woman in everyday life in the mainstream. Now, TLC um, describes it as a three-part plus-size fashion series. So since it's a three-part, is it more of a documentary than a reality show? It, it's kind of both. It, it does definitely have a reality show um, theme to it um, as far as editing and the things that we shot. But it's really um, – it follows our lives very closely, so it's three episodes to start, and, you know, fingers crossed, if everyone falls in love with us, then we'll have more seasons and more episodes. And so I need everyone to tune in and tell their friends, to tell their mamas, to tell their best friends, cousins, dog walker, to watch it so that it can go more than three episodes. <laughs> now, this isn't the first uh, reality show on television featuring plus-size women. There were, was one before called More to Love that we thought was going to be really great, but it turned out to be a hot mess. So because of that, were you hesitant to audition for this show? Why did this show seem like it was something that you wanted to be involved in? You know what? That's a good question. I got approached a few times for different things. Um different reality shows that never really panned out and you know this one it seemed cool and you know but the you know one of the first things i thought was okay what's the what's the catch you know what's right. the what's the thing that's going to reel everyone in what is this really about like i don't want the first thing i thought i don't want it to be a mockery because i just don't i want to do it justice like if i'm going to be on tv representing plus size women i wanted to do it in a super positive light so when i went and i saw the producers and we had conversations like it it just started making a lot of sense and it was something i definitely wanted to do because they were you know letting us know that this is going to be like a plus size sex in the city and showing you know our sexy fun you know lives but also really hitting on some important issues about what it's like to be a plus-size woman living, you know, kind of in a skinny girl's life, you know, in a skinny girl world. So right. I was like, this is perfect because it's not, you know, a dating show and it's not a weight loss show and it's not all these, you know, it's really, it's really a real life, you know, um, interpretation of what's going on, you know, and hopefully, hopefully we represented well and hopefully, you know, people will tune in and they'll love it. 
Now, a lot of people who appear in reality shows after it airs, they often complain about how they are depicted through the editing. Are you nervous about um, the editing and how the public is going to view you? Girl, I would totally sit here and lie to you if I said, no, I'm cool. I'm like, totally. no, I don't care. I'm fine. <laughs> this is the first time I'm on national television and, like, anyone that I've ever dated or had a fight with or, like, came into any kind of contact with the past, my whole life is going to see the show and my mom and my dad. And I'm like, holy crap, what's going to happen? But you know what? I, I really trust the producers and I'm really, and I saw the commercial and I, I am so thrilled. I am so excited because, yeah, I am nervous because it's, you know, you're in the public eye and it's, you know, well, no big deal. Did you do or say anything on the show that you're like, oh, crap, they got that on oh. tape? Oh, honey, all the time because sometimes they're they're filming and you forget that they're filming and you're like, oh, no. And I always, a lot of times I was like, oh, my mom's going to see this. My mom's going to see this. Uh-oh. <laughs> But no, but it's good things. It's funny things. That's why I want everyone to watch because it's just it's really funny and there's a lot of humor in the show. I mean, there's a lot of serious stuff, but there's a lot of funny stuff. But yeah, I'm nervous because you never know. You never know, you know what they're gonna put together. But I'm pretty confident that overall it's gonna be great. Now, did you know all of these girls prior to being casted on the show? Yeah, I mean, in one form or the other, we're all kind of connected because. You know, I'm a plus-size model, and then Nikki is also a model, and I brought Nikki onto the project. And Audrey, she's a makeup artist, and then Leslie works at Redress. And, you know, me and Redress, we've worked together a lot. So, And Heather, she's a stylist. So we're all kind of connected. We all work in the community, the plus-size community. And so we've all met each other, you know, either through shows or, you know, on set. And so we kind of already had that established connection beforehand. So is there any drama on this show between any of the castmates? Is it is it like a, a housewife where it's going to be some fighting and ugly words, or is it not that kind of show? Now, why are you trying to get stuff out of me right now? Why? <laughs> I need to be prepared. There are people listening, Shanice. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't tell you everything. Okay. But- I'll tell you that overall it's positive. I mean, there is drama in the sense that we talk about serious things and there's drama in our own personal lives. As far as in between each other, I don't, I, you just have to watch. You just have to watch and see overall it's really good. And that's what I'm going to say for now. And it's, there's Uh-oh. no, it's not drama like, no, let me, let me, oh. com, let me, it's not drama like what, like basketball wives and those okay. other reality shows. Like, it's not like we're throwing drinks across the room. Oh, okay. um, it's TLC. It's safe. It's happy. It's family. We're, you know, we're just trying to ha- we have a message and we're just trying to express that. So. Good. And TLC for the most part is good, wholesome uh, entertainment. So yeah, I, they're I don't great, anticipate they're great it place. being raunchy or anything. No, I, I was really, really happy about that about them picking us because they are I love their programming and they're such a positive place. It's a positive home for us to be in. So I'm really, really excited to be a part of that family now. Now the next season of Big Sexy is already casting in Atlanta. Do you know any details about that? Yeah, I just found out about this I think yesterday and I have no idea what's going on, but I assume that's a, that's a, a great, great thing. And I'm like, okay, great. The more opportunities and the more that we have, you know, you know, plus positive shows out there, the better. I'm really excited. It looks, you know, that's a, it's great news. So I, I really don't know anything else, though. But so if you know anything, you find out anything, you let me know. <laughs> okay. Now, besides the show, do you have anything else coming up that we can be on the lookout for? Yes, I have a couple editorials out, and I'm really excited. I will be um, in the September issue of Plus Model Magazine, so that's really exciting. And then I have a few um, hosting opportunities coming up as well, and everything will be posted on my site. So if you follow me or you're my Facebook friend or you go on my blog, on my website, everything will be posted. But there is a lot of, I'm so blessed, a lot of really cool things coming down the pipe that I've been working on for a while. So if you know me or want to know me, then you'll know soon. (laughs) Well, awesome. And tell us your official website that we can keep up with everything that you have going on. 
Great. Okay. So I have like 27 websites, but the main what? one, no, the main one is tiffanybank.net. That's T-I-S-S-A-N-Y-B-A-N-K.net. That's my main website and you can see my portfolio. And I also have my blog where I post, you know, articles about big sexy and behind the scenes photos and all that stuff. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, then I am at twitter.com slash Tiffany Bank or at Tiffany Bank. And I also have a Facebook fan page, which is facebook.com slash Tiffany Bank. And also, Big Sexy has a fan page, so you can find that on Facebook as well. Well, awesome, and thank you for being on the show, and I'm so excited for you. I definitely will be tuning in to every episode, and I'm just excited for your success. I know you've been working hard for a long time. Oh, I really appreciate it, Shanice. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity and always being there. I've known you for such a long time, and and you've been there every step of the way, so thank you, and thank you, everyone, for all your support. I really appreciate it. And the show premieres August 30th, Yes, August right? Yes, August 30th at 10 p.m., and you need to DVR it and watch it and just and write to TLC and tell them that you love it. <laughs> now, 10 p.m. is the New York time because it wouldn't be 10 p.m. for me in L.A., right? Well, yes, it will be 10 p.m. anywhere in your zone. Oh, okay. Awesome. So it's not going to be like 10 p.m. in New York and um, 7 in 7 p.m. in L.A. It'll be 10 p.m. in your in your zone. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you for being on the show, and you're going to have to come back after it airs so we can dish about what happened. I am so ready, girl, anytime. All right. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thanks, Shanice. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. And thank you to all of my fabulous guests this evening. Tune in next week, and we'll have more Plus Industry professionals with stories to not only inspire you, but to keep you connected with the Curvy community. If you're interested in advertising on our show or being a guest, visit the website at plusmodelradio.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to join our fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash plusmodelradio. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting Plus Model Radio. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed.